Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. So, we are back for chapter 12. I couldn't worry about the meeting, not just that anyway. I had to get the hamster ready for the trip to the vet. What could I carry him in? What could I carry him in? I ran into the Mancusi's garage and found a stack of cardboard boxes. Um, I found a stack of cardboard boxes. Among them was a shoebox. Perfect, I thought. I filled the shoebox. I filled the shoebox with shavings and carried it inside. Then I had to figure out how to get the hamster into the shoebox. I didn't want to touch him in case he was hurting. Finally, I cleaned out an empty dog food can, made sure there were no rough edges, placed some treats into it, put the hamster cage right next to it in it put the hamster cage right next to it put the right next to the fat hamster then he crawled it then i set the fat hamster and then i moved the can into the box we were all set the hamster crawled back out of the can and quickly settled down into the box he didn't try to get out. Even so, I punched some holes in the lid of the box, planning to bring it to figure out how to catch both her and Squirt without squishing the hamsters. If she did, but she didn't. Thank goodness. And from across the room, a boy said politely, Don't worry, he's just a boa constructor. He's not poisonous or anything. Sorry he scared you. My mother smiled at but headed for for seats as far away from the boy as possible. Is that squirt safely in her lap? All right, honey, she said to me. Better tell the receptionist about your hamster and explain why you don't have an appointment. Okay, I carried the hamster across the waiting room, skirting around the boy with snake and stepped into the desk. I placed the box on the desk and opened it. Yes, said the receptionist. Hi, I began. My name is Jesse Ramsey. I'm pet sitting for the Mancusis this week, and one of their hamsters is sick. Oh, the Mancusis said the woman. She seems to remember the name. I realized that all with all their animals, they must have to go to the vet fairly really often. Sorry for the interruption. Let's continue. Um, where was it? But she didn't. Thank goodness. And from across the... um, Okay, I think I skipped a page. Bring it with me, you know. Never be prepared. It's always best to be prepared. Beep, beep. That must be Mama, I thought. I grabbed the box and my jacket and went outside. Being careful not to jostle the box and my cussie's house key was in my pocket. I remembered to lock the front door. Thanks, Mama, I cried as I slid into the front seat of her car. Behind me, Squirt was strapped into his car seat. He was bobbling away. Let's see the little guy, said Mama. I removed the lid and held out the box. He seems quiet, commented Mama. But he's been just like this all week, I interrupted her. Okay, then we better get be on our way. Where's the Mancasi's bet? I gave her the address, the nice at backs. But really, to be doing something. Brew, 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 sang Squirt as we drove along. We pulled into the parking lot of the veterinarian offices, and I put the lid back on the box. No telling what we could find when we got inside. Well, it was a good thing I did the 
Well, it was a good thing I did. The waiting room was a madhouse. Mom stepped in, out of the car, carrying Squirt and a bunch of his toys, and I stepped out of the hamster in the. I stepped out with the hamster in the box. When I opened the door to the vet's office, I was surprised. I never been to the vet because we never had a pet, so I don't know what I thought about the waiting room. Would be like what I thought the waiting room would be like. For starters, it was noisy. Most of the people were sitting there with their dogs or cats. The cats were safely in their carrying cases, except for Samsy on a leash, and they were fairly quiet. Except for Samsy on a leash, they were fairly quiet. But two cats, the Samsy and the Tobby cat, were yell- yelling loudly, and plenty of the dogs were barking. The little ones with high, sharp yips, the big ones with deep ruffs. Squirt looked around, talking, taking in the people and the animals and listening to the noise, and his lower lip began to tremble. Mama patted him on the back. It's okay, Mr. Squirt, she said. It's just a lot of... Suddenly, my mother let out a shriek. She pointed at something across the room. I looked, I saw it too. It was a snake, and not just a little garter snake with Barney either, some big kind of snake and draped around the neck of a boy who looked like if he were about 14 years old. Oh my, my mother said, started to say. She looked like she might faint, so I ch- tried to figure out how to catch both her and Squirt without squishing the hamster. She did, but she didn't, thank goodness. Okay, so now we're on the page that I skipped over, so I'm going to go back to where we were. Well... Oh, the Mancasi, said the woman. She seemed to remember the name. I realized that with all the animals, she must go to the vet. Okay, we're back to the part where she's talking to the pet, the veterinarian lady um, with the pets and all that stuff. Where she had to check in and tell them that, you know, she has a sick hamster. Well... It just doesn't sleep with the other hamsters, and he's very bad tempered. I edged the box forward, and the woman peered in. Fat, isn't he? She commented. Yes, I replied. In fact, he's fatter than there was a week ago. I think he maybe he's in pain. Something just doesn't seem right. Okay, if you're worried, it's better to have things checked out. I have to tell you though, that's because you don't just that because you don't have an appointment, and because this isn't an emergency, you might have a long wait. It's hard to tell. There are five doctors in today, which is a lot. There, are, which is is a lot. There are also a lot of animals waiting. That's okay, I told her. Just as long as he gets checked. I started to stroke the hamster's head before I replaced the lid on the box, but thought better of it. That then I made my way back to Mama. If I was beginning to feel awfully nervous, I checked my watch. Two forty-five, quarter to three. Our special meeting would start in a little over an hour. Could I possibly make it? Was there any way? I sat down to Mama and tried hard not to bite my nails. Then Squirt leaned over from his place, his hand on Mama's lap, and said, Paquita, which is his way of asking to play patty cake. We played patty cake until a girl about Becca's age came into the waiting room. With her father, she was holding a kitten. She headed for the empty seats next to Mama. Her father spoke to the receptionist. What an adorable kitten, said my mother. 
The girl settled herself on the seat. Immediately, the girl stood up again. Her name is Igaboga, she said. She offered Igaboga to us, and Mother and I took turns holding her while Squirt patted her. Igaboga was skinny, and she was. Igaboga was skinny, and she was pure, pure white, not a patch or stripe or even a hair of any other color anywhere. Any other color anywhere. If she were my cat, I would have named her Misty or Clouds or Cream Puff. I was about to mention those names to the girl when she spoke up again. Guess what is so sad? Guess what? It's so sad. Ikaboga is deaf. Deaf? I cried. The girl nodded. That happens sometimes with white cats. Her father joined us when he and Mama began talking about white cats being deaf, and I looked at my watch. 310, less than an hour until the special meeting. Exactly 15 minutes, just FYI. Um, what can I do? The hamster was my responsibility, my sitting responsibility. I was babysitting on a weekday afternoon, and the parents didn't come home, and I had a club meeting to go to. Well, I just have to miss the meeting. Nice sitting responsibilities came first, so right now a sick hamster came first. I knew I was right, yet I started tapping my fingers and jiggling my feet. Oh, I hate to be late missing events that I'm supposed to go to, and I especially hate upsetting Christy. Miss Ramsey, it was the special. My head snapped up. Yes, I said, I'm right here. I picked up the hamster in his box, my feet next to me. I'm a gathered squirt and his toys. I checked my watch for the up umpteenth time. 3.30, how did it get to be 3.30? I would have to call Christy as soon as I safely stepped outside of the doctor's office. A nurse led Mama and Squirt through a doorway to quarter room and into an examining room. Hi there, I'm Dr. West, said a friendly looking man wearing a lab coat. He stuck his hand out. Mama and I shook it. I introduced us. So you got one of the Mancassi's pets here. I said, Mr. West, to, said Mr. Doctor, Do, Dr. West, when the introductions were over. Let me take a look. While Dr. West was examining the hamster, I ducked into the waiting room to use the payphone I'd seen there. First, I called Christy. So I'm not going to be able to make it to the meeting. I finished up after I told her the story. I'm really sorry. No problem, Christy replied. You did the right thing. I did? I said, even though it's a hamster. The hamster is your sitting charge. Said so pets, kids, it doesn't matter. You're you're being responsible. That's what matters. Thanks, Christy. Listen, I called the others and tell I'll I'll listen, I'll call the others and tell them the meeting has been postponed. We'll try to arrange it for eleven o'clock tomorrow morning. But tell me tonight tell me tonight to check on the time. But call me tonight to check on the time. Okay, I said, Thanks again, Christy. I hung up the phone and then dropped in another coin and called now to explain to her why I wouldn't be stopping to pick her up. When that was done, I returned to Dr. West's office. I found him and my mother grinning. What? I said, why are you smiling? Because, answered Mama, your hamster isn't a he. He's a she, and she is pregnant, I say. She's going to have her babies within the next 24 hours, added Dr. West. You were lucky you didn't touch her today. Pregnant hamster should not be handled Dr. West instructed me to transfer the other hamsters to a separate cage so the mother could be alone with her babies after giving birth. And don't handle her at all, he said again. The pregnant hamster is very delicate. Put it back in the cage by lowering her the box inside and letting her crawl out.
Okay, I have a plan. Then I thanked Dr. West, rode back to Cassie's in high spirits. Just think, I said to Mama, the hamster's a girl, not a boy, and she's going to have babies. I'll have to give her a name. I wanted to be able to call her something. Mama dropped me off, and Squirt waved me to the car window. Goodbye, I called. Bye, Squirt. Thank you for helping me, Mama. I'll be home as soon as I walk the dogs again, and I do the afternoon chores. Mama beat the horn as she drove down the street. I ran to the Mancusi's garage before I did anything else. Then I found the aquarium we used to capture Barney. I poured shavings into it and added some food and spare water and a spare water bottle, and gently moved the hamsters into it. Then, then evening. Even more gently, I set the shoebox in the old cage and let the pregnant hamster call out. What should I call you? I asked aloud as she settled into her nest. Maybe Suzanne. I always liked that. No, Suzanne is a dumb for a hamster. Chipper, nah, too cute. And if it sounds like a boy's name. And it sounds like a... Sandy? You are sand colored. I decided to call her Misty. See, which is what I was naming a white kitten if I had one. Hamster wasn't anywhere near white, but I decided that it didn't matter. Misty was a good name. I went home feeling excited when I came back in the morning. Misty would be a mother. And that's the end of chapter 12. Thank you.